first things first, dude, I have to get this on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Daniel, bro. Yo, come on, bro. I have to put you on the spot, bro. My bad. But why why were you willing to stay with all your exes and just like as a background, there's three of them that <laughs> that cheated on you? Why were you willing to do that? All right. Well, let me just let me just let me just get this off the bat. Let me just say that. All my exes are great people. They are phenomenal <laughs> people. I, <laughs> I don't want to talk no shit about them. They Dave are like, so much no, love. They're honestly like genuinely amazing people. Um, each one of them. Shout out to y'all. Y'all listen to this. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome back to SMD's podcast. My name is Sobi and I'm a healthcare marketer who specializes in copywriting. My name is Malik. I'm a medical student from Venezuela who is just studying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. What's up, guys? My name is Dan. I'm a 22 year old uh, software engineer working in the city. So, yeah, this man just wanted to add his age so bad. <laughs> That's crazy that we can even say that. Like we have these 22. titles. 22. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, so we wanted to thank you guys for your feedback and for your support with our first podcast. And today's episode is going to be about lessons learned from failed relationships yeah oh man it's the topic of Baby. the day first things first dude, i have to get this on my chest man. <laughs> <laughs> i have to <laughs> daniel bro yo come on bro. <laughs> i have to put you on the spot bro my bad but why why were you willing to stay with all your exes and just like as a background there's three of them that <laughs> that cheated on you why were you willing to do that all right well let me just let me just let me just get this off the bat. Let me just say that all of my exes are great people. They are phenomenal <laughs> people. I, <laughs> I don't want to talk no shit about them. They Dave are like, has so much no, love. They're honestly like genuinely amazing people. Um, each one of them. Shout out to y'all. Y'all listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't talk shit about y'all to this day. But uh, honestly, I wouldn't even say that. If if I'm being real with y'all, I wouldn't even say that it is. It is their fault. I want to start this by saying that, like, controversial opinion about to come out. If you get cheated on, it's your fault. It is your responsibility. Not always, bro. Come on. (laughs) You are bugging right now. Yeah, you are bugging. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, listen. So, a lot of people, they'll say, like, oh, honestly, I didn't even think it was was them, like, cheating to be be completely frank. I feel like it was more just, like, just a terms of betrayal. Like, I don't really consider it that. I would say that it was just a betrayal of of trust and it was so Let him talk. Yo, I, I want to understand, understand his perspective. Let, okay. let him rock. Okay, let him okay, rock. Okay. So, by the way, just by the way, me and Sophie, as this man is speaking, we're making faces. Yeah. We're making, we are. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was, yo, men are trash. Me in particular, I, I was a shitty boyfriend, and I'm not, I thought I thought I, I was pretty doing pretty decent, right? Like I, I try my best to live an independent life. I try my best to let my significant other lead a independent life. Whenever I go into a relationship, I want the other person to to grow, and that's that's like that every single time. And the reason why I say that you should take responsibility. Long story short, eventually. I feel like every couple goes goes through this. Like they go through they they go through their first initial honeymoon phase, and then they they start to they have a really amazing, fun, fantastic fucking time. You know, y'all go on fucking picnics, 
out to little cute little movie dates. Y'all enjoy seeing each other all the time. Like, ha ha, hey, you know, jump to your arms. Like, oh shit, it's a fantastic fucking time. I love it. Love this relationship. And then as as time goes on, you get more used to each other. The same activities, they, they just don't hit the same anymore. No more fireworks. It's just like, and then love becomes a, a fight. It becomes a battle. And eventually, it gets it gets really tough to to have to choose to continue fighting and keep on fighting. And for me, I guess as things got worse, and uh, I got yelled at more and more, <laughs> I I guess I lost the the will to fight. And I feel like girls are always vying for attention, even when they're in a relationship. They they expect attention, and in, in a relationship, they expect that attention from their significant other. And when you stop prioritizing them, I feel like they since you're not getting since they're not getting attention from you, they get to seek it from other people. And that's why I blamed myself because if if that happened to me in every single one of my relationships, all three of them, the problem is not is not the girl. The problem is me. I'm the consistent thing in all three relationships. The common so denominator. So how the fuck would I look if I blame my if I blame the other person for something that happened in all three of my relationships? I have to own up to it. I have to take responsibility. The only way for me to improve and be better, and which I have, is to take ownership myself and be better on myself. That's why. I, I see what you mean. And I think it's, you grow a lot. When you blame yourself, you grow a lot. Versus like when you're externalized fault, you don't. But I also think you can't remove that like external fault component component completely, right? It, it was sure. still their, their fault to an extent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So considering that it was their fault to an extent, why were you willing to still stay with them if, if they disrespected you like that? I don't know if Daniel sees it as disrespect though. Well, I want, I want him to like clarify. Like, how do you see it? I had to, like, for me, it was like a, a lapse in judgment. <laughs> You know, at the at the end of the day, you got with them because you love them. <laughs> it was so giving me these crazy side eyes right now. <laughs> like you got with them because you love them and, and you saw potential in them and and it was like a, a moment of weakness, right? Because if if you take ownership yourself and even if even if like of course, like some some part of it had to be their fault, right? They had to make that choice. Um, I'm not saying I'm the perfect person because I'm not. But me being able to take ownership for that and take responsibility allows me to grow and be like, all right, okay, bet. So I love this girl. I know she loves me for a fact, okay? She wouldn't have done this. She would never have cheated if I gave her all the love and attention that she needed, okay? So what can I do to get back to that original state? Because if you really love this girl, then it's you're going to work your ass off in order to get back to that original state. And that's what I did. Can you, though, like after they cheat on you? Yeah, I think so. Were you able to? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not with any of them right now, so, so I would say no. <laughs> Yo, I forgave them though. Yo, shout out to y'all. Y'all are listening. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really did. I really did forgive them. I really do feel like it, like being able to take responsibility myself, like allowed me to become a, a much better person. Like just not harboring any anger or any resentment. Just being like, yo, they're doing their best to be happy. They want to be happy. You know, who who am I to take away their their decisions to be happy from them. That's that can't be. I can't possibly do that, bro. Like if they're doing whatever they want to do to be happy, I'm all in support for that, right? And for me, I forgave them because I, I genuinely wanted to see it work. And I feel like a lot of times people will, will solve problems temporarily. They don't do the best job at that, and that's that's ultimately why it ended. But I tried. You know, and I know, I know we tried in and we're on to bigger and better things because of it. So 
it's all good. It happens. So what what would you say was a lesson from that? Like everything. Obviously, every time was different, right? Mm-hmm. But what was like? What's like an overarching lesson from like having gotten cheated on and like worked through that? Men are fucking garbage. <laughs> Yo, that's not a honestly, lesson, real talk. No, no, real talk. I'll, I'll, I'll give my lesson. <laughs> I feel like most most partners in relationships are not good listeners at all, especially men. I remember getting into so many different arguments, and and then one day when she was super fucking angry, I picked up a call outside of her room. We got into a huge fight because she thought that I was up to no good, even though I was just talking to my boys. All right. But the thing is, the thing I was wrong is that I wasn't listening to her. Right. There was there's other issues that that were at in, in play there that I didn't want to see. I just saw it as, oh, I was just talking to my boys. There's nothing wrong with it at all. But she saw it as, how could you betray it feels like you're betraying my trust because you're not taking the call um in front of me. It feels like you're hiding stuff from me. She didn't say that overtly, but those are the messages that she was sending. And because guys don't don't listen, they just want to defend themselves when they get into arguments. That was my biggest lesson learned is that you always have to listen instead of being so quick to jump to defend yourself. Girls don't care about the facts. People don't care about the facts. Stop spitting fucking facts. All right. No matter how many facts you spit. It don't matter. You got to listen to the... The heart. That's what I'm saying. In order to get to the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like really step in their shoes and listen and understand. And that's my num- number one tip to uh, all my struggling homies out there. I know it sounds corny as hell, man. I know it sounds like <laughs> it's not something you want to do. Like, <laughs> listening to a shorty? What? Blasphemy. Black magic. How could I do something like that? Nah, bro. Step into their shoes. Take a second. You know, look into their eyes. <laughs> oh, here we go. And understand and listen. Like, really try to actually listen, understand, step in their shoes, and see where they come from. And I promise you, the Toto will come. My God. The Toto absolutely has to come. <laughs> all right, all right. We're cutting, we're cutting Daniel out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. So I want to hear about your stories. I want to hear about your lessons. You're like, you've been in, in uh, few, a few relationships. I would say you're the most experienced out of all yeah, of us. Yeah, Sophie, Sophie has been the most. Yo, but I look back at like my track record and I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's not even like a good one. So Yeah, you was with some bad Johns, no cap. Just for like, so people know, I feel like generally speaking, Daniel and Sophie are like relationship people. And I think Sophie more so, uh, actually, I don't know if you can compare, right? Like it's different. Yeah, definitely. But I feel like there's a lot of lessons to learn from someone who's like a relationship oriented person. Bro, I'm gonna be like honest with you. I don't even be trying to get in relationships. Like they just like ask me, and like I'm just like, like what am I gonna say? No, like I'm like cornered. Like you know what I mean? And I, I'm gonna, you can absolutely say no. Bro. She's, she's capping so I, I much. Promise, no. I promise, I'm not capping. There have been instances where I was like, oh fuck, like we're at this point right now. Like I, I can't say no. I feel like I can't say no, so I don't. Because you don't want to hurt them. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then I end up in like. Don't you feel like that's gonna hurt them in the long run? Yeah, but I don't think about that in the moment. I'm in a compromised position. It's much position. easier, yeah. It's much easier. Yeah, I think, I think it's easier said than done. And I guess, like, as much as I put on this front where, like, yeah, like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, I know what I want. If I'm in a, a situation like that, I'm going to be like, fuck. I mean, I guess, like, yeah, like, I'll be your girlfriend. And then, yeah. But, I mean, I guess that goes to the lesson that I learned from my past relationships. Never settle. And that if you are personally checked out of the relationship, do yourself a favor and do your partner a favor, leave. Like, you don't want to end up, like, cheating on them. You don't want to end up, like, hurting them. 
in the long run, like if you're not there emotionally anymore. And I think that's definitely one of the biggest lessons I've learned. Yeah, but what if there's still hope? So you're saying you saying you would give her up her? What do you mean hope? Like some people would say like you being like, you know what, like I'm checked out. I'm I'm gone. I'm done with this. Some people would be like, well, you're not you're giving up on their relationship. And maybe, you know, like how would you respond to someone that said that? You know, it's funny because yes. you're actually one of the persons, the people that said that to me in a relationship when I came to you for fight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, like maybe Malik's right. And then I ended up unhappy and then I ended up leaving anyway. So, I mean, overall, the lesson that I would get from that, too, is that, like, don't go to your friends for your relationship advice. Mm. Like, as much as mm. an unbiased opinion they have of the relationship, only you know, true, like, the ins and outs. Like, for example, like, when I felt uneasy and when I felt like emotionally checked out I reached out to like a couple of my close friends and I was like hey like I've been feeling this way for a while I'm not really sure what to do like overall great guy but like I'm still like unhappy and everybody's like oh like you know what? it's like fine like just keep choosing love and like you'll make it work and I came to the conclusion like love is never enough you need to have a lot of other factors and like yeah. what factors love's not enough Got <laughs> no 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 but no in all seriousness like love isn't enough right like you loved you and your exes all loved each other right was that enough no you still got cheated on i think love you need communication you need effort you need trust like there's so many other factors that stability. you need stability yeah right daniel <laughs> <laughs> but, we just yeah. gonna let that happen now you're not gonna step up Yo, but I actually, like I, I actually um to your point i agree with you I think that it might seem like, oh, like you're giving up on this person and you're doing the other person dirty. And that's like, it's an immoral thing to leave them, like to check out of their relationship before them and leave them. But I think at the end of the day, we're young, you know, and we should make selfish choices, choices, choices that will lead us to make us be happier. Like you were saying, you know, because we're just starting our lives and there's so much, so many things that we can experience, you yeah, know, there's so much like, of the like, world constricting ourselves to like one person. Um, maybe that person was amazing and like you can tell them that but that's not what it is anymore you know and maybe the other person won't understand maybe the other person will feel like you're doing them dirty but at the end of the day i feel like since we're young the selfish choice is the the right choice so you said before that you have to if you're already checked out then do yourself a favor and your partner a favor and just leave right how can how can we we prevent that from happening how can we prevent a significant other from checking out Mm, that's a really hard question i feel like sometimes like you don't know that you're falling out of love with somebody until like you already fell out of love with them so i mean all i could say to that is like you know just keep doing what you're doing like to be a quote-unquote good partner and a good significant other because at the end of the day you can't control their actions you can't control their feelings the only thing you can control is yourself and what you do so there's no like right advice to like how do i make my partner love me forever you know what i mean you can't, I don't think you can do anything about that. I think you can't do anything about that, but you can be aware earlier, right? And I yeah, think you could take preventative steps. You can be aware earlier. I think if you have like a really open communication with them and you're like, you tailor your conversations towards like feelings. Okay, how are you feeling like towards me? Like, what's exact? Like, tell me, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel the same way you did before? And it, just emphasize that it has to be honest and you can be more aware of what, how the other person is feeling. You can tell them how you're feeling too. Like if you're not feeling it, yeah. And say, hey, yeah. like this is what's going on. And I feel like that will save you like a lot of the, yeah, a lot of time. Honestly, that will 
more often than not save the relationship. So many people are yeah. so afraid of talking about their problems and talking about, you know, like I would hide my problems, with my significant other all the time. Like if she would say, oh, babe, like what's wrong? Like, are you good? And I would look over and be like, <laughs> what do you mean what's wrong? <laughs> you just came at my whole neck. <laughs> Want to slice it apart. I can't hang out with my boys no more. Damn. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, like if you just talked about about like what you wanted, right? I feel like so often if you just like write out a list of the things that you want and you make your your partner too write out a list of the things that she wants and make the relationship better and you guys work that out together, it would save so many relationships. If you're open, maintained a, an open line of communication and have that trust between each other, like always work on improvement. Just being able to talk to each other about each other's problems, that would help so much in saving a relationship. That's also another lesson. Mm-hmm. that i learned that's something that tay did on on some one random ass call you were jokingly you said something about about drinking alcohol what was it what was the i was just like like jokingly upset about something and he was like okay like what was the issue like let's talk about it and honestly like all the advice that we're talking about right now he implements into our relationship which is why it works so well like communication is definitely like the number one factor that a lot of people are missing and like not just communication but comprehension as well like not only do we both talk we both listen bruh yeah this man is houdini (laughs) this man works black fucking magic he is insane i've never seen a man so great at handling women or ass, that's kind of funny. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right? Nah, bro. Right. This man is three times a better boyfriend than any of us will ever be. No cap, bro. Have you ever said that? Like, babe, wait, wait, wait. I, I get that you're angry, but like, like yeah, what is wrong that, with that? Mouse like, says that happened? about sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mouse like, okay, like, what can I do better with sex? <laughs> but then, like, with emotional Ignore problems, everything is ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Inside of Mouse Talk Points. Yeah, you know, sex doesn't actually solve all problems, guys. <laughs> Yo, Whenever fast, I get into an argument, just. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, all right. Take it, take it in an inappropriate turn. <laughs> all right, so, so let's switch over to Malik then. I don't want to switch over to Malik. Why? I have something else to ask you. Oh my gosh. Sylvie, since we were in the topic of cheating and Daniel Heaven gotten cheated on a few times what did you learn (laughs) a few times (laughs) what did you learn from getting cheated on how how did that feel first of all like how did that feel and how did you handle it what did you learn from it it's interesting because like for the longest time i was like what the fuck like why did this happen to me but then like listening to daniel talk his spiel about like you know like you take accountability for your own action I'm thinking about it now and reflecting on it. And I think that my fault in this was ignoring all the red flags in advance and just like continuing with it anyway, because I was quote unquote in love. You put a lot of emotional effort into the relationship and to find out they betrayed you emotionally and physically really like changes you as a person. I feel like for me, even really hurts. Yeah, it really fucking hurts. Like, even though like my relationship is like so great right now, there are instances where I have such big like trust issues and it's from like the baggage of getting cheated on you know Mm, i don't think i'm as emotionally mature as daniel yet where he's able to like not bring past relationship problems into his next one but for me like that shit hurt a lot and what i learned which is in contrast to what daniel learned is that if they cheat the first time bro like just fucking leave like they're gonna cheat again daniel did you only get cheated on once (laughs) per relationship well (laughs) (laughs) okay okay well (laughs) point proven proven. yeah so yeah i mean i feel like 
dumb as that sounds, like as simple as that sounds, it's true. Like if they cheat the first time, leave. Like it's going to happen again. You're capable of doing that again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know, like starting off, like telling like a little lie. If you're capable of telling like that little lie, you're definitely going to lie more. Yeah. And I mean, that's not to say that there can't be situations where someone cheats and it ends up like, that. I feel like that could happen, but it's very rare, you know, in my experience, at least. Yeah, so let's talk about your experience then. Let's run it. <laughs> What's up with it? All right. So my question for you is... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now you weren't much of a relationship person. You huh? weren't. You're, you're uh, like, I yeah. mean, you're still not. You're, yeah. just, you're more like Malik a... Malik is the single doctor man. <laughs> no, I'm saying six foot three, Hispanic. Chill out. Chill out. Huge Chill out. monster. All right. <laughs> All right. Big All right. dick energy. All right, hold on. Hold on. Dan's a little sus. <laughs> yeah so my question for you is in your previous relationships what was the disconnecting factor like why did you leave why were they not successful i feel like one of the disconnecting factors was that it transitioned into into being a situation where like where I was dependent on the other person, or at least I felt like I was dependent on the other person. So before, when it first started, we were just like two, it was just like two fires, like two fire people just like coming together, making like a big fire, you know? And later on, as the relationship went on, one of the fires kind of like started like losing its, its like strength and just like relying on the other one to like fill it up. And so for me, that made me feel like a little bit empty. Like I wasn't myself. Like I was relying on the other person and it felt amazing when they were there. And then when they weren't there, it was just like, ah, oh, like it feels like uncomfortable. I can still do my things and I still have my goals, but it's, I'm not like that whole person that like driven, like go to the gym, do all my schoolwork, teach my classes, like to the best of the, the, to as, as well as I can. I wasn't as, as that much of a person. That's who I am. So I kind of lost that by depending on the other person. Like I would depend on the other person to like to do certain homeworks. So I would just depend on the other person. Or I would depend on the other person to like to go out, you know, like where I usually just went out. With my, I, was, I would wait for that other person to like go out. And you lose like sight of yourself. And so one of my, that, that was a disconnecting factor that I started depending on the other person a lot. And when they weren't there, it was like, ah, oh, like if it doesn't feel well. So a big lesson that I learned was make sure you keep your own fire. Make sure you, like you're still independent. Like make sure you still have your own life when you're on that relationship. Like you, God for like you never know if you like obviously you can't think this way, right? Like that the relationship is gonna end, but you never know if it's gonna end. And if it is gonna end, you want to have your own, like you want to be able to hold your own ground and have your own life. You know, um, you don't want to be like completely lost if they leave. And something that will help with that is like having your own life and having like. Continuing to do the things that like fulfilled you before, so that was that was one of the biggest disconnecting factors that I did that I started depending on the other person way more than I than I should have, and I realized that later, right? Like I didn't realize that in the moment. I realized that when like in retrospect, Malik, I have a couple friends who who have significant others who are really intertwined in their lives. Like their their lives are basically one and not separate whatsoever. Let's. I have a friend, Malik. His name is. Rit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Rit has a life that is uh, completely unseparate from uh, his his significant other. What tips do you have for him to try to disintegrate their lives and have them both be independent instead of codependent on each other? 
Well, first of all, like I have to acknowledge that like my way is not the highway, right? Like, my way, like to have a life where you're like independent but still like somehow dependent is not like the right way. You know, I, I feel like I tend to go more towards like having independence, like independence in the relationship. Whereas others like tend to go more towards like the dependence, you know, and that could work out for them, you know. So my what I learned could not apply to everyone, does not apply to everyone. So first of all, I wouldn't impose that on him to be like more independent. I would want him to do that though. And I think like a way for him to, I guess, like not be as like intertwined with this like girl and like lose. Because Rit, like we know Rit has lost some like, or at least at some point in his life, he wasn't doing the things with his boys that he liked to do or um, being as doing the things that even he liked to do. You know what I mean? Um, and that probably didn't feel comfortable for him. And and I think it's really hard, like, once you let it go, like, let it get that far to come back to, like, have independence. So I think one of the things I would recommend is um for him, for him to have just honest conversation with this girl. Just be honest and just be like, this is how I feel. And I feel like I would like you even more if you let me do these things by myself or with other people that I like doing. And it's not that I don't like you. It's not that me doing those things means that I don't like you. It's, it just means that I want to do those things and it makes they make me happier in the same way that being with you makes me happy. And I feel like if he has an honest conversation, then he can achieve that level of independence that we we want we want Rit to achieve. Damn, you know Rit too? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I think we definitely know like a couple of people like that in our lives. Codependency is definitely a hard thing to deal with. I feel like you have to actively work to not intertwine your lives like that. And, like, you you shouldn't. Like, you know, like, of course, like, it's fun. And, like, when you're doing something fun, you want to do it with your significant other and just, like, spend a lot of time with them. But, like, if you don't have your own friends, if you don't have, like, your own life and um, your own goals and things to pursue, you're going to be fucked if the relationship ends. Yeah, bro. Remember, at the end of the day, you're going to sleep by yourself most a lot of times you're going to sleep on your own bed by yourself so you have to be at peace with yourself and you're gonna you're by yourself you know what i mean so like just think about it that way like who are you going to bed with at the end of the night by yourself and that's that's who you have to be at peace with you know uh maybe maybe it doesn't apply to people who sleep (laughs) around a lot but (laughs) (laughs) you're not looking at me hey listen I don't speak to women. Also, I, I, you speak to men. Lots of them. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. a gay. <laughs> I mean, if you like that, yeah, if you like that, we support you. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. I know you're not looking at me for that statement, dog. I know you look deep down in your own soul for that. But what was your question? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say another lesson that I learned. Just like quick lesson is uh, to never let a significant other disrespect someone you love mm. and that one hits home for for us you have a story especially like that? for me and sylvie yeah i do have a story like yeah, that. yeah actually should, should i say the story yeah you should say the story but i just want to preface like in that moment that me and malik went through the situation together like no matter what he picked like i would always still love and support him like as his best friend but the fact that like he was willing to stand up for me in that moment like really cemented our friendship for life. So yeah, so I let's, let's say, talk about the moment. Yeah, so people know. Yeah. All right, so I mean, I'm I'm kind of want to put myself in the spot, but I don't care. There was this girl that I was talking to for some time, 
it was like semi-serious, serious, like a genuinely like this person. And it was my birthday party. And this person, basically Sylvie and this person had like, or mostly from like that person's perspective, like they had some like beef going on, right? Yeah, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, Sylvie didn't even know. I was completely know. clueless, Yeah, bro. Sylvie didn't even know. Uh, but oh, but knew, you also gotta you got also gotta say that you're the one that put me into that beef. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, technically it was her. It, technically okay, it, it was one hundred percent her. But I wanted it to be fixed. Yeah. So yeah. I put yeah. <laughs> so I put me into the shit. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, like the drinks were hitting, we were having a good time. But I peeped that there was be- there was beef, and I wanted it, I wanted to fix it, you know, because Sylvie's like my best friend, and that John at the time was like. Someone that really mattered to me, you know? So I wanted them to love each other and to not have that beef. So I brought them outside and I was like, look, like, you guys, I made sure everyone, like, kind of, like, left. And I was like, look, like, I feel like there is some, like, underlying tension between you guys. Like, I, I put them, like, right in front of each other. I, feel, I was like, I feel like there's some underlying tension in front of you guys. And I would love it if you guys could just, like, sort that out and, like, love each other in the same way that I love each one of you. Because that would just make me happy, you know? Who doesn't want their significant other loving their best friends and all their friends, you know? Next thing I know, that that person that, that I was with in the past starts, like, raising their voice at Sophie. So I try to, like, cover... When I peep that they start raising their voice, like, they go from, like, a conversational to raising their voice. I try to, like, cover their mouth. This man physically covered, yeah, covered physically, mouth. Yeah, you went, physically I'll tell you the story, right? Yeah, I think he told you the story, dude. He was like... <laughs> you peeped that, yo. How was that? <laughs> I tried to like oh, cover yeah, them up because it was OD. It was like <laughs> screaming, bro. Like don't scream at people I love. You know, I I never like let people cross that line. <laughs> so you just go. <laughs> so they were they were like, like screaming at each. Like, eventually, like hands get it was, thrown. Like, eventually, no. Nah, eventually, like they started like cursing. I was like, you fucking bitch. What you bitch. say to me? It was like you fucking bitch. You fucking you fat ass. And mind you, no, I, I was like you fucking whore. Like you cheated my best friend. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was just like. Damn, like these two people who are like extremely important to me are going at it. And I was just in the fucking middle, bro. I was just like, it was like a movie. It was like, we were outside of the street and they were like yelling at each other and I was just standing there. So for me, in my opinion, in my opinion, it was like a lot of like that ex-person that I was with, it was their fault. So like I I brought them to the side and I was just like, yo, like I kind of like grabbed them, like shook them. I was like, yo, like stop, like stop doing this. And they were like, um... They, like, kept yelling over my shoulders. She kept yelling at you. She was like, you fucking bitch. Like, OD. Like, you guys are like, OD. What the fuck? came me for no reason. Yeah, yeah, they were coming at each other, bro. And in the middle of the street, bro. Imagine just a movie, two girls <laughs> we just, screaming. We just, we just had, like, longs, like we had at a the nice, top of longs, We had bro. a nice-ass dinner for Malik's birthday. Yeah. We come out and start fighting. Like, yeah. But at the end of it, she, like, her phone at Malik. Yeah, she, she threw her phone at my she face. Was drawing, bro. And I, I when I was like, yo, if it, like, you don't stop screaming like this is over, she grabbed, threw her phone on my face, and I was just like, or like it's done. I was like, let's go, Sylvie. And we walked away. Yeah, honestly. So, anyway, so the lesson from that, right? Wait, which real is quick, the most, I just want to say yeah. shout out to Saeed for driving them yo, home. Yo, that yo, shout, out, shout Saeed. out to Saeed, bro. Shout You're really Saeed. real as fuck. Fact. <laughs> but, anyways, like, lesson, right? Which is the most important part from this is, um, you have to pick your circle and the people that matter to you, right? Like the people that you truly love, you can't let anyone that comes into your life get at them. And that was that was a moment in my life where I was tested on that because she was coming at Sylvie. Sylvie was my best friend, but she had just come in my life, like what, like a year ago. But Sylvie had been in my life like my whole life and then she is truly my best friend. So a huge lesson for you guys is to not let your significant other take you away or 
far beyond that, like, just, like, inflict damage and, like, negativity onto the people you love. Because when they're doing that, that means they don't love you. You know what I mean? If they loved you, they would love the people you love. And so, yeah, never, never let your ex or some, some girl that you're talking to not love or at least, like, treat badly someone you're really close with or someone you really love. Word. A lot of these lessons are are super, super powerful. And, you know, we're each different people with our own different experiences. But to whoever's listening, like, ask you to take, take a step back, you know, write these, write, write some of these things down. Like, really try to imbue them in your head and ask yourself, like, yo, do any of these apply to me? Like, do I, do I really love my friends? Like, if my significant other, my best friend who I love to death got into a fight, like, which one would I choose? Why? Who do I stand for? What do I stand for? You know, am I... Am I a person who yep. who can stand for cheating uh, the first time and then bounce, or <laughs> do I stay stay through and and, and work never it out? Never give up, baby. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, ask yourself, be honest with these questions, and and for sure, like if you can take responsibility and accountability for yourself, you'll for sure have to improve. Yeah, hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah, and use these lessons and land yourself a forever relationship. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day, right? Like yeah, we're learning, human. Yeah, learning yeah. from your relationships, learning from like your life, like events, and just using all those lessons and all those things that you learn to make the best out of your family and like that that one like per, with that one person that you end up being with. Yeah. All right. So on that note. I think we're done with this podcast. We hope you you really liked it. We kind of exposed ourselves a little bit. Yeah, we exposed ourselves a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is a very you personal yourselves. podcast to us. So I ain't exposed myself, man. Y'all attack me. <laughs> nah, you just <laughs> we all expose ourselves, bro. You're not special. <laughs> yeah, but it's for a good cause, you know. Like it's the most important thing out of all of this. That's why we titled it "Lessons from Failed Relationships." The most important thing is learning from this shit. A lot of like horrible shit is gonna happen, but what matters is like learning from it. So yeah. So on that note, thank you guys for listening. Guys, also, again, like, thank you so much. And keep on sending us feedback. Keep on sending us keep on sending us questions. Like, we would love to to hear more from you guys on, on how we can improve and other things that you guys would want to see us cover. Feel free to reach out to any of us. Like, we love hearing from you guys. Like, thank you so much for all the feedback that we've gotten so far. Keep on going with it. Yeah, and follow our IG. SMD period podcast. Peace.